everyone. Welcome back to Royville. It's been a little bit, but we figured we should sit down and have a little chat, Ellen and I. Yeah, uh, we've uh, just the two of us and sometimes three of us, including our, our son, uh, have been pretty uh, isolated the past, well, since March. Yes, if you don't know, there's something going on. Uh, in the nation and around the world. We won't have it by name, but it makes everybody vacation at their house for quite some time. Steve knows by experience. Yes. Um, but as we started this back in December, we told you on occasion when we were thinking on things that we would record short little conversations between the two of us. And so today... Steve and I are going to talk a little bit about how we have been coping in this new environment that may or may not go away at the end of August. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but so, how have we been coping? Well, I mean, you know, we do the usual ordering food, gaining weight, watching television, Seeking longfully for the cup of coffee that I desperately want from my favorite coffee house. But we also have done a few productive things. We have uh, recorded a few of our Star Wars, The Adventures of Morrigan. However, we have gone to the wayside on that as the last thing we posted was on May 11th. Uh, wow, it's been that long? It's been that we long. We are pod fading. We need to stop that. Or YouTube <laughs> fading, or video fading, or audio fading. I don't know. I'm not good at this, so. It's okay. That's why we're recording tonight. <laughs> and our last movie review was on June 8th. However, we have watched a couple more movies. Uh, we just need to record our talk about them and get those out. And uh, we were thinking, as far as Star Wars was concerned, because I think Steve needs a little bit of time to kind of uh, re rejuvenate the juices, so to speak, on the creativity side of things. Uh, we might be substituting Morgan for short adventures and other game systems for a little while. If you would like us to continue the adventures of Morgan Tretschke, at least to figure out how she fares against the pirates of Siphon, please let us know. And it's not that we're going to abandon her altogether, even if you guys don't. Uh... <laughs> no, we'll eventually get back to her. But if there is a clamoring to figure out what is happening with Morgan and, and how she fares, then we might get back to her a little bit quicker than schedule usually permits. Correct. So uh, Steve has ordered a few... Interesting little uh, little adventures and little worlds in... Yeah, some small RPG stuff. Um, some items that might be good for an adventure or two. We were thinking about maybe even doing a game that was GM-less or DM-less where we both play a character and see how that goes but other than that yeah there has been some purchases there are a number of games that might be one or two session 
adventures that uh, Ellen goes on with me moderating, GMing, storytelling, um, narrator, whatever that game decides to call me. <laughs> it's very true. It's almost different in every single... Almost different in every single world. <laughs> but... Yeah, right now I'm a game master, a game master. There's two different games that call it game master. I think one of them, though, game master is two words, and the other one, game master, is one word. And then I'm also a marshal. Correct. Which brings us to what we really have been doing to survive this uh, isolation, which is. We've been role-playing. We have three different um, role-play worlds that we have delved into with a few friends. In fact, there's only one friend that's in two of them. So a good variety of our friends, rather than have them come over to our house and sit around our kitchen table like we typically would do, though, is we've delved into the world of Discord and Roll20. Discord um, for audio, Roll20, because it's got the... The ability, yeah, it would be the ability to show maps and to basically do everything kind of that a tabletop would do. Roll dice, look at maps, move minis, tokens around, and then I heard that Roll20's ability to... Do audio isn't as good as as maybe doing a Discord channel, so I thought I would try that out. I haven't ever really worked with the Roll20 audio, so I could be totally wrong about that. But doing Discord and Roll20 in conjunction with each other has, I think, worked out pretty well for us in the last couple months. There has been some glitches. Um, All of us, I think... In the couple groups that we are playing games in. Uh, actually, I think right now we have three different games running on our Roll20 Discord format. A Star Wars D6 game, a Star Trek Adventures game from Odiphius, and a Deadlands Reloaded game from Pinnacle Entertainment. We've been running those pretty consistently, actually, uh, with Star Wars being our newest one. Pretty consistently, actually, for a couple months now. Uh, And with a few hiccups, uh, having trouble with uh, uh, somebody's computer or the link up to Roll20 on a various, on a random day or not understanding how Discord works. I mean, you know, it's, it's a trial by error, but I think it has been working really well for us in the past couple months yes uh i'll be honest uh i'm an extrovert and since we've been locked up in our various domiciles aside from work or grocery shopping i've been really um on edge um and so starting to play these games has helped to take that edge and soften it a little bit. I mean, I still, I still miss seeing people's faces and stuff, but it does, it does help to hear people's voices. So um, that is actually the biggest part of what this has done for me, aside from the fact that it gives me something to daydream about all week long. Yes, Ellen has 
been very vocal about um, her wanting to play these games and, and talk about uh, the games a lot more. Um, sometimes there's a game that might have to be canceled for various reason. A couple people can't play. And she has expressed uh, a, a what? A, a huge disappointment. It, like more so than is healthy. I'm almost positive of it. Yes, she likes to live in her fantasy world <laughs> way too much. Um, I'm, I'm not anywhere close to Tom Hanks in that movie. But yeah, it, it's... Uh... Mazes and Monsters. If you haven't seen it, you should. <laughs> what he said i guess maybe ellen hates the movie i, I think do. i I, I, I honestly think it is a a highlight in cinema of the 80s anyway <laughs> especially our deadlands game our deadlands game has run every week since it's probably what? been april yeah, I mean, we've been really consistent. Actually, it's the first weekly game that we have played in quite some time in and, our adult life. Yeah. Um, but both of the players, aside from the two of us, because there's three players and Steve, um, have been pretty consistent. We only had one miss. That was fairly recently. Uh, and, and, and it's understandable, but I guilted Steve into running anyway seriously guilted me into running i was like well you know this player can't show up so maybe we should take a break on this one no! that yeah. might be an exaggeration but only by a little which is the funny thing but it is something i mean i understand it is something you have to go to work um i am lucky enough especially with uh some things I have going on with me uh, that I can stay at home during this time. Um, I am not an extrovert. I am an introvert. So I guess I don't have that need so much uh, to go out and enjoy company with others. Um, I do have it, but definitely not as much as Ellen does. And I do enjoy these games. I mean, it is a way for me to tap into a creative outlet that I don't usually see in my work life. And it helps me pass the time when I am at home quite a bit. Um, I will say that uh, with Deadlands Reloaded, we've been running one of the four major plot point campaigns. Yes, if you, if you do know anything about Deadlands Reloaded uh, by Pinnacle, um, it is a western craziness, uh, monsters, and you play basically Wild West heroes uh, fighting against a dark monstrous valley prairie um cities uh basically There's, there is a, it's almost post-apocalyptic kind of it's it's sort of a 
I want to say steampunk, but it's not really steampunk. But well, it, it is steampunk, kind of, but I don't run it as much steampunk, I guess, because that's not the stuff that interests me as that's much. That's not your aesthetic. No, no. It's basically what would happen if a spaghetti western and a horror movie had a baby. With weird science. Yeah, with a little bit of weird science. And we're running... So it's, it's, it's very similar, aside from, like, the, the horror creatures. Actually, if you just picture Wild Wild West, the movie, yes, I know it wasn't really great, the one with Will Smith, but literally, that's pretty much Deadlands. With a lot more horror involved, though. I said that. Oh. And, <laughs> and magic. And magic. Um... Yeah, we're playing, I'm running a plot point campaign. Um, it's just a type of campaign that Pinnacle has for various settings. This one's called The Last Sons. It deals with Native Americans and a war between the states. Um, we've been, we're about halfway through that now. I don't know how much longer it will last after that. Once the plot point campaign is done, there's another plot point campaign we might run. We might do something else. But I think if I decide to not run Deadlands, I'm going to have three people trying to kill me uh, and clone me so that I can keep running this game. Uh, we have, <laughs> let's just say there, I mean, we all really like the Deadlands setting. Um, but uh, at the very least, two of the players um, are more into the game than I am, and that's saying a lot since I'm running the game. And it's weird because I'm one of them. Yes. Ellen plays a basically kind of a wizard, a Western wizard. Um, in the game, uh, one of our friends plays a martial artist, um, kind of... Bruce Lee, well, no, more like Jackie Chan-esque. Well, that, that's the character, yes, but it's, it's, yeah. But a martial artist nonetheless. And our last uh, friend, well, not our last friend, but the last friend playing the game uh, is playing basically a gunfighter. Yeah. And it's, it's just actually, it's one of the games that I actually... I think everybody has a good time just role-playing. Like, if Steve didn't do anything but start the game and then end it, there are nights where I think that we would be fine with it. All right, we are trying that next game. I'm going to be like, here's the setup. And then mute myself for four hours and see what happens. Maybe not this next game. Oh, not the next game? Okay. Well, there's something planned for that that I need you for. Oh, okay. <laughs> but... Uh, Deadlands is actually a game uh, a game world, a gaming setting. There we go. I couldn't think of the word. Man, I felt dumb. Anyway, it is a roleplay setting that Steve and I have played in for years. Yes, quite some time. It's one of my probably top five favorite role-playing settings of all time. And the system itself is uh, pretty bare bones, uh, easy to deal with, but extremely deadly because it's bare bones and easy to deal with. So mm -hmm. you, you kind of get the flip side. Yeah, it's a, it's a very, very cool, and we spend our Saturday nights from 6 to midnight roughly playing it. Yep. 
and like Ellen said earlier, it's been pretty consistent. Almost every Saturday night for a few months now, we've been playing Dadlands. And maybe if you are interested in the Savage World system, we could be playing that uh, on this relatively soon one of the or two of the games that we have been thinking about trying out uh involve the savage world system and as i said in our first little chat i'm not uh I'm not a player who likes to do the crunchy numbers savage worlds i can make a character be done within an hour and that's if it's got a few more things i need to think about than a basic character and I mean, because typically my character creation in Savage Worlds is, I don't know, 20 minutes. Um, as long as I come in with a character concept. An hour yeah. if I have to figure that out. Yeah, you can make a character pretty quick in Savage Worlds. And you could lose that character pretty quick in Savage Worlds as well. Maybe that's why. So uh, there's that. So that's our Saturday night. Now, our Sunday is split in half between two different games. Yeah, the two other games we play. The the main game, or the game that's been running longer, uh, is our Star Trek Adventures game. It's uh, a game that we were originally playing with some friends at a local game store. However, since the global event has been going on, uh, we have wanted to keep it going. Uh, it is a game that has been running for about two years now. Yeah. Um, and does not show any signs of slowing until my story is done, thankfully. Uh, however, we play that every other Sunday, and that is a rule system by Modifius Entertainment. Um... I am enjoying it immensely. That's actually the reason why that was our original game mm -hmm. that we said, let's try this. A friend of ours that played in the game said, hey, let's try this roll 20. I've done it before. We can do that in Discord. And I, he helped me actually get it initially going. And then once I was doing it and was like, you know what? This is actually kind of easy and fun. Uh, and it allows us to do it uh, when we can't really face to face. So from there, I kind of hit the ball or hit the ground running mm -hmm. and have done quite a bit of work on it. Um, There's, uh, so, I mean, we play Star, a uh, Starship Crew. Um, yeah, obviously Star Trek Adventures is based off of the very prevalent, popular, long-lasting IP of Star Trek. Well, I get that, but what I'm saying is that we we played well the for our crew. audience. I'm yeah, okay. I'm letting okay. them know. Um, we played the command crew. Um, our of a starship for Starfleet. I play the commanding officer. We have the first officer, chief engineer, and head head helmsman. I, I don't navigator, know. pilot. Um, mm -hmm. Those are the four PC characters that are playing. Um, the rest of the crew is obviously support staff um, or support crew, uh, which has got a mechanic in Modifius, which makes it actually kind of cool. So if the commanding officer, for instance, my my primary character is not at a like not on an away mission 
is back on the ship, but we have parts of the game that are focused on the away mission. I can play a different character on the away crew. Uh, one of the other senior staff members, uh, the head of security or doctor, or another engineer, whatever we happen to need. And um, so it, it offers a little bit of flexibility in, I don't know, flexing your role play muscles. I'm just not as good at that as some other people. I can't just like go from one character to the other very easily, but I do like the mechanic. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it allows for someone that would not be in a situation to actually be in a situation and still be able to role play pretty much for most of the game. Yeah. Um, we are on a small old ship and we've well, been a large old ship. Well, if anybody knows Star Trek, they're on an Excelsior class, which if you remember Star Trek, the search for Spock, it was the one that Scotty borrowed some nuts and bolts and couldn't go to transwarp speed. It was also the one that Sulu commanded in the undiscovered country. Yes, where he spilled his tea. Yes, where he spilled his tea. And fly him off then. When the <laughs> warp nacelles uh, would not go fast enough for his liking. Um, so that's... And we're exploring not unexplored space, but close. Yeah, right now they're kind of going through a plot with the Romulans. Uh, and the time travel craziness that uh, they are trying to implement. But once again, that was kind of our first foray into the Roll20. I thought it worked really well, and I am glad that we tried that one out because I think that was the springboard for me to go, okay, this isn't scary. Because I've been wanting to do something online because I have friends that, that don't live in our town. And I've been wanting to still role play with them. And I've heard of Roll20 and other virtual tabletops, as they like to be called. Um, but I never, I always thought they were too complicated. And being able to have someone show me Roll20 and show me Discord that I had never, ever looked at before... And seeing how, yes, I can do this, yes, this isn't scary like I believe, was a springboard to me saying, okay, hey, now that we got this Star Trek thing going and I had this extra time, let's see what else we can do. And that's where Deadlands Reloaded came from, our last Suns campaign, and then our last one that we're doing right now, and that is a Star Wars game with... The, sorry, the original two games were with people that live in our own town. Mm -hmm. The last one, the Star Wars game, a friend, of me, a friend of mine had asked me about running a Star Wars game. And I'd mentioned I'd been doing Roll20. So the Star Wars game is with Ellen and I and two people that are in two very different cities uh, in the country. So One of them is in a different state. And one of them is in a different state. So it is definitely a game now that I've been kind of wanting, I've been wanting to role play with these two individuals and this has given me a springboard to be able to do that. 
and I hope and I think they're having fun. I hope they're having fun. If you're but listening, I'm, tell us you're having fun. Yes, if you're listening, tell us we're having fun. <laughs> um, but uh, I've been having a great time just kind of getting it together. Uh, it is a small campaign. We're not. It isn't a, a very long thing. I did tell them if it was successful, uh, there might be some. What what I'm doing is. I had originally set up three small uh, episodes, kind of like three small movies. Uh, think like episode one, two, and three, or episode four, five, and six of the Star Wars movies. I had set up our own little trilogy of films, uh, our own little trilogy of adventures, and every episode starts with a Star Wars crawl, like in the films. They go on a short adventure that leads to the next one. Um, very episodic, very hopefully capturing kind of that Star Wars movie feel, uh, even though we have hundreds of miles between us. It's been very cool. Um, I mean, obviously you're going to have the tech issues that any of the other games have. Um, yeah, I mean, we do have some tech issues. Um, and I think it's a little bit more on this one, uh, just because we don't have people even kind of in the same city or, or, I mean, we can call them and stuff, but, uh, the two other individuals I think did not have any, any, um, use or or training or for roll 20 one of them did one of them did but he said he hadn't really used it before he had an account i thought he was as a player like what i do on it because he oh, had I, a, I, th that's his profile picture is his character for that other game oh okay well then i was mistaken now granted i could be mistaken too i just when he said that was his character for the other game i just yeah oh, kind of filled okay. that in now, granted, that doesn't mean that he knows the ins and outs of it because I can't help somebody log on to Roll20 and make it work. Well, true. And and I think the Star Wars game at the very least because on Roll20, uh, a lot of the games that you would play on Roll20 have a character sheet. And you can fill in that character sheet and you can actually, there are buttons on that character sheet that you can roll for like if you were at a table and you were rolling dice, and each one of those kind of has a buy-in for every new game, trying to figure out how that character sheet works so that mm -hmm. you can get what you want out of it. How it actually works with the rule system of the game, how it works with those dice, and what that actually means when you roll a dice on Roll20. I mean, we could talk a little bit more about Roll20 by itself, because I... There's definitely more we can say. This uh, little discussion really isn't focused on Roll20, but if you would like us to talk a little bit more about Roll20, how we use it in a game, how we use Discord in a game, just let us know and we can discuss that later. Yes, I, let us know because, I mean, I, we can do screenshots or even screen captures of videos if you have questions about how things work. Yeah. Um, now, by no means am I an expert, but I would hope that at this point I am not so much a novice either. 
Well, I mean, we can definitely show you, at least from the player perspective, how things interact and how things work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and we can keep talking about that today. I just, I, the ins and outs of Roll20, especially from the Game Master perspective, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I think that that would be good for a totally separate episode if people wanted to hear about Roll20. All right. So that's what we've been spending our weekend evenings slash afternoons doing, um, which has been keeping me a little bit sane. The other thing that's been at least helping me to turn off everything has been we've been watching a lot of television. We don't have to get into it too much, but we've been watching a lot of television that I may not be so proud about. Um, Definitely popcorn TV. Oh, yeah. Not very highbrow. However, speaking of quote-unquote highbrow, as far as sci-fi is concerned, we did finish Deep Space Nine. Yes, we did finish that. Uh, and now we have started Voyager. Which uh, we, is popcorn TV. Yeah, it's not It's not the best. However, um, there is an episode where you can kind of gauge how many... People are still on the ship, so we have decided to create a game to figure out, at the end of the series, how many people should actually be on the ship. Right now... 23. Seriously, 23. 23 should be on the ship? No, we're at 43 right now. 43, that's right. Out of a ship that the setting says should have about 180 crewmen on it. They keep finding new crewmen, too, though. Well, so we not need to... really. They've only added two. Neelix Well, no, and... I'm not talking about, like, actual brand new. It's just like... Oh, yeah. New new characters have new names. Yes, yes. Yes. But from an episode that we saw, they basically showed kind of how many people are on Voyager. And right now we are at 43 in season two, right? Yes. So out of basically 180... No, season three. Season three, okay. So out of basically 180 people, we have 43 left. So I'm going to be very interested to find out how many people die over the next five seasons. I don't think it's going to be 43 people, though. Star Trek's not a real deadly show. Well, I know, but I mean, even if you, even if five more people die, (laughs) like, seriously, they're crewing a ship with, you know... They were talking about how they were probably going to have to have babies in order to make it home. Well, yeah, because it's going to take them 70 years. But they don't... I thought it was 70. Well, unless they shaved some time off, they figured it at 80. Oh, I could have... Okay, Maybe 70 at max warp. Yeah, yeah. So... But anyway, so that's uh, one of the shows we're watching, just so you guys are aware of that. If you want us to talk about Voyager and how much we absolutely... Have a little bit of opinion on the show, I guess. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't love it. Yeah. Um, There are nights where it's a chore. There are nights that are very, very, yes. There are nights that it is a chore to get through an episode. Where even if we started the night going, yeah, let's watch let's watch Voyager. Let's watch some Voyager. Wow, that was a stinker. <laughs> I cannot do this again to myself. So we have also been watching the Vampire Diaries, even though we are in our forties. Well, 
I watched the Vampire Diaries because I've always been into like vampires and werewolves and that type of mythology. I played if if you know this uh, or if you know the role playing game Vampire the Masquerade, Werewolf the Apocalypse from White Wolf, all of those. I was into those for years. I like vampire movies. I like werewolf movies. I like, t you know, Forever Night, uh, dating myself quite a bit. Um, werewolf, uh, dating myself quite a bit. Liked those shows back in the day. Oh, I like all this mythos. I'm just stating that Vampire Diaries is the same age as, like, Buffy. Only they would be our children. True. Whereas Buffy's close in age to us. I mean, not close enough in age to us that we're not her parents. Well, true. I mean, we are interested in the vampire stuff and some of the interpersonal relationships. And then we also say, seriously, they let her out wearing that? Where's her aunt? Where is her aunt? <laughs> I said that before. Oh, she's just spending the night at the vampire's house again. No curfew? Okay. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> this is true. Um, so that's been one of the things we've been watching. We did watch a whole season of Ghost uh, Ghost Hunters. Yes. The new Ghost Hunters. The new the new. I, I new. did watch that, and it is hard for me to get through that type of show without going, yeah, that's BS. Did you hear that? Did you feel that? Ooh, I just got cold. You you made it through that season pretty okay. I did. And I think because that show started with, okay, let's debunk it first. If we can. And then if not, we're basically just here to kind of help the individuals that asked us for help. To help them live in their own house or sell their feel good about selling their house or whatever. Whatever the, the, the people who hired them. Yeah. Yes. And then I made him watch one episode of Ghost... Exactly one episode of Ghost Adventures. And that was a big piece of utter stinky crap. Just so you guys know, that's the one with Zach Bagans, who yells at ghosts, taunts... Come him. on, ghost! I'm right here! Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you don't believe anything you're talking about. Because if you were really a believer of ghosts, you would not be acting like a complete and utter buffoon in front of them. <laughs> so that's what we've done. Um, we've watched a few sitcoms here and there. Yeah, but, just, I mean, you know, just regular but the highlight, TV. the highlight of my summer was that Hamilton came to Disney oh, Plus. Yes, yes. Ellen watched it twice. Uh, once with us and our, or once with myself and our son, and then once with the very next day with <laughs> her mother and siblings. Yeah, both of my sisters and my mom, and that's been the highlight of my summer. I could watch it again tonight, but I won't because it's long. But <laughs> um. But that was the highlight of my summer. The highlight of Steve's summer was definitely watching Zach Bagans uh, taunting demons. Yeah. Zago Bagans. <laughs> but. Fighting the Nazgul. Anyway. This is, this is how we've been getting through everything. Yes. Um, this is how we've remained 
relatively happy uh, with looking at each other's faces and pretty much it being the only faces that we see all day long. Yeah. So, I mean, if you are interested in any of that, if you're interested in how we're actually doing the Roll20 in the Discord, if you are interested in any of those games we are running, if you would like to have us discuss the Vampire Diaries our voyager um we might throw something together for that so what's next for us and this youtube channel is that um, we will be taking a short break well a longer slightly longer break from morrigan um until both of us can get back into the routine of playing again um, playing with just the two of us on a regular basis. Yes. Once we can get back into the routine of that, we will finish that adventure up. But you're going to have to give us at least another week. Um, probably two or three. <laughs> Until we can get everything together. Um, however, we do have, as Steve pointed out, we have watched both one good movie and one bad movie that we are due to have our discussions on. And we hope to continue to do that. We also hope to finish our run on CBS All Access's Picard, which we kind of just let go to the wayside. And that was even before we were locked in. We just kind of lost track of it. So we're going to try and at least maybe we might watch the rest of the season and then just kind of wrap it up. Or we can do it episode by episode. We haven't really talked about that yet. Um, as far as more extra stuff is concerned, I know that Steve would love to discuss some stuff with how he approaches his uh, creative process for, for storytelling. Because that's kind of why we started, at least his side of things, why we started the channel. Um, and we've been doing the movie thing for me. So we might explore that, but that will, that's in the works for the future. So if you are interested in any of the things that we've talked about, just comment and we can work on getting some more content for one of those or a few of those ideas out there. Um, because we we do have time on our hands at night because we're not going out. We're not uh, shopping. We're not hanging out. Just make sure that you're not making us get away from our Voyager and Vampire Diaries time. Oh, of course not. <laughs> because there because those has are, to be... They're very important to us. I mean, Tom Paris and Harry Kim, what is going on with them? That's a bromance for the ages. <laughs> and, and Elena and Damon, are they going to get together? Yeah. And yeah, okay. <laughs> And is Zach Baggins going to hit that ghost in the face? <laughs> God, that show is, oh my God, that show is, what is it called? Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures. God, that show is horrible. Anyway. <laughs> I made him watch exactly one episode. One. <laughs> this is, it, it, it's traumatized him. Yes, yes. But um, the big thing is, please stay safe. We all know what we need to do. Please stay safe. Let us know what you're doing to get through all this. We let you into our world a little bit, and hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, but, yeah, please stay safe. Let us know how you're doing and how we can help. 
And if you ever see any ghosts, antagonize them by telling them you're going to punch them in the face if they do anything to you. Just yell, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. All right. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. And once again, if you want to know anything more about what we just talked about, just let us know in the comments. Thank you very much. Stay safe. And until next time. Bye.